and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And it's deep dive time again. And this time it's a group that people have been asking for since we did the first Shiny episode. Like, people have been clamoring for this one and it was an undertaking. Oh my gosh, I vastly underestimated how much time this research would take me. Yeah, me too. So apologies in advance that we will probably skip or forget things because, Mm -hmm. woof, it was so much. But the group that we're talking about today is about to have a comeback, or they just did, because where we are, it's in like six hours. It's on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday, the 14th. Um, Or is that tomorrow? Tomorrow's the 14th, so it'll probably be out. It'll be out very soon for us, but for you, (laughs) it just came out. They're back, all back from the military. It's Super Junior! Yes! Uh, Yeah. So before we get started in all that we need to know about Super Junior, I just wanted to like preface because I feel like we've done this on most deep dives and like, what did this group like mean to us or what was their place before... We did all this research and learned all this stuff about Mm -hmm. them. Um, And I feel like for me, Super Junior is like, like they've always been there, Mm -hmm. but I've never like really in like gotten involved. I get like they've always just sort of been on the perimeter of everything because like we're such SM stands and they're friends with all the people that we like. Mm -hmm. And so many of them host TV shows and they've just always been around. But like when I got into K-pop, uh, Super Junior was on hiatus. Yes. So there wasn't like new music for me to get into. And the stuff that was older, it just didn't grab me. It felt too old or something. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Well, for anyone who doesn't know who Super Junior is, they're just a, a they're a second generation group yes. from SM. And so when we first started listening to K pop in like 2013, a lot of them were in the military and they were just generally on a break. So they weren't actively promoting, but the members who weren't in the military, like Shannon said, were around yeah. on like TV shows and stuff. But yeah, they didn't have new music. And by the time they did start coming out with new music, I feel like I already had a very specific bubble yeah. of. K-pop that I was comfortable with and didn't feel like I needed to know more. And they weren't fully together because there were still members in the military. And I knew that there were a lot of members and it just felt very complicated to me in the way that EXO at first felt very complicated. Like, I don't know, 13, 12, 10 members to me, it was too much as a baby K-pop fan. Um, So I feel like before, before the... Very recently, I would say, the only thing I knew about Super Junior was that Shiny once did Sorry Sorry, and I liked it more than anything Super Junior could ever give to me. Right. So I was like, Meh, whatever, I don't need right. them, I have Shiny. Um, but then, I think like last year, or w- yeah, it must have been last year, not earlier this year, mm-hmm. Super Junior D&E came out, and I was like, Donghae's out of the army, and all I know is he looks very nice. Right. So I became a fan of him. And started following him, him on Instagram <laughs> and, like, his career. Right. So I know b- about him. Sure. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, it's just they they were just, like, always around. And I, like, knew most of their names but, like, didn't really know much about it. And I also feel like the first time I, like, actually sat down and watched Sorry Sorry, like, once I was getting into K-pop, it was like I heard it and I was like, I've heard this before. Because mm. I feel like Sorry Sorry got big enough that, like, I might have just heard it on the periphery once and didn't register it. But Possibly. Like, that's what I knew about Super Junior 
was sorry, sorry. And yeah. That there were a lot of them. But now I know a whole lot more and we're going to tell you so let's it now. Dive in. Um, all right. So Super Junior, they are under SM Entertainment, as we already said. Um, and they originally debuted on November 6th, 2005 mm-hmm. as a 12-member group. Um, their fan color is pearl sapphire blue, which uh, translates to on like their newer light sticks, just like a nice royal blue. Like mm. it's a good deep blue. Uh, and their fan club name we've talked about before yes. is Elf, which is an acronym for Everlasting Friends. Yes, adorable, so sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, they debuted, like you just said, in 2005, um, and they originally debuted as a 12-member group, and then shortly after that, um, added a member and became 13, and then had a few member lineup changes. So how many current members do they have? They have nine. There are currently officially oh, ten. 10. There's officially 10, but nine active members yes. is what they say. Yes. Um I have some general award stats. Should oh, sure. Yeah, get those stats get out of the okay. way. So as a, in their storied career, Super Junior has won 13 Mamas, 19 Golden Discs. They've been the best-selling K-pop act four years in a row. They, in 2012, were nominated for Best Asian Act at the MTV European Music Awards, which Mm -hmm. was one of the first K-pop groups to ever be recognized outside of Asia. And then they also even won, in 2015, several Teen Choice Awards, which we'll get into when it happens in our timeline. Cool. Yeah, I read somewhere that, like, until EXO and BTS started smashing them, that Super Junior had, like, all the records. Yes, like every record that existed was Super Junior's. Yeah, and I made note of that Great. throughout. Cool. Yeah, I feel like Super Junior is definitely like they would be on the like Hallyu Mount Rushmore or whatever. 100%. Because they were very uh, integral in that getting K-pop mm-hmm. out of Korea part of the second generation that we talked about in our second generation episode. Um, Go back and review <laughs> if you don't remember. Yeah, I, that when I was watching some <laughs> of the earlier videos for this, I remembered. I was like, oh, I watched these for that second gen episode. Yeah. It like all came back to me. Um, okay, so now here is the part of the show where we go through the members of the group, past and present, um, little about them, a little what they look like so you can pick them out of a lineup or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so we'll start with our leader. Yes. His name is Lee Tuck. He's the leader, the vocalist, and a rapper. Mm-hmm. He was born on July 1st, 1983, and his uh, birth name is Park Jung-soo. So each member of Super Junior also has an English name, which I, I wrote that. down because oh, I thought they were very funny. So Lee Tuck's English name is Dennis Park. Dennis! <laughs> he does look like a Dennis. <laughs> I guess. Does he? <laughs> I see him as a Dennis. Um, so Lee Tuck is an MC king. If you if you watch Korean Variety Award shows, anything, you've seen him before. He is an excellent host, and he loves hosting things because he is also addicted to attention. Mm. He loves attention, <laughs> and he says so often. He's also the member that is most likely to be like shirtless in a music video or a performance. He's very proud. Good to He's know. He's a show-off. Um, I feel like the best way to describe Lee Tuck is I feel like he just has very sharp features. Like, his nose is kind of yes. sharp and his cheekbones are very sharp. And, and like, really good skin. Like, yes. so smooth. Almost, like, animated 
Yes. His, his, the lines in his face and the angles. Well, I know we'll get to this later, but like, look at, like looking at his Instagram lately, like he's 36 years old and he looks better than he ever has. Mm -hmm. They all do. We'll get to this, but yes, Super Junior. Ever have before. Ooh, men. (laughs) Also, Also, if you look up their current member profiles online, Lee Took has the most beautiful neon purple hair in his picture. I don't know if it's still that color. It's just very blonde and long, like mm, chin length right now. I like the length and the wave, but that purple hair was excellent. Um, Lee Tuck also has a dog named Shim Kung, who's just like a tiny little white thing, and he's obsessed with his dog. Um, And if you want to follow him on Instagram, his Instagram handle is XXTookXX. And the only other thing I wrote about Lee Tuck was that he is in the subunits SJT and SJ Happy. Great. I, I will wrote down for every member which subunit. Cool. They were in. After we do run down members, I'll give a quick little uh, blip about all of the subunits because okay. we won't have time to get into them in the timeline, but they should be acknowledged. Um, so next in line of members is Heechel. Mm-hmm. We've He's mentioned him many times. So many times. I affectionately call him that bitch Heechel <laughs> because he's a bitch. Um, but he's a vocalist and a rapper, and his birthday is July 10th, 1983. Mm-hmm. So he's just a little bit younger than Lee Tuck, like a week. Yes. Um, and Heechel is another person that you've probably seen a ton if you watch Variety shows. Yeah, he's an MC on so many things. Currently, he was an MC for Weekly Idol for a very long time. He's currently part of the cast of Knowing Brothers. He had a prank show for a while that was pretty hilarious. Um, and yeah, he's just around a lot. Mm-hmm. He's also friends with literally every girl group member of all ages. Yes. Like, he Joel has so many girlfriends. That's that's a fact about him. He's also also very into himself and <laughs> yeah, very proud of that. He says that his only he's he's perfect except for the fact that he has a bad temper, but mm-hmm. everybody needs at least one flaw. Like he's a bitch, he's yeah. a bitch. <laughs> I love him though. Um I wrote like so many hair moments because Oh like, my god. Yeah, if especially you're early for on. Which one he is? Which one has the most absurd hair? Then that one's yeah. Rachel. It was so long in he, the beginning. That's still true to this day. Yeah. He these days, like the last couple of years, he's been doing perm parted in the middle, but he mm-hmm. always just has like a lot of hair. Yeah. And in their earlier videos, it was like crazy. Po- we'll talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, he Joel, he Joel has like big kind of like, I don't want to say bug eyes because bug eyes sounds negative, but sure. like he has like very big, big eyes. prominent eyes. And he also, he has a different nose. We talked about it on our plastic surgery episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's he Joel. Uh, his English name is Casey Kim. Oh, Kate, he, I see him as a Casey. <laughs> I like these. Two out of two so far for Shannon. <laughs> oh, also, I, I don't think I remembered to write them down for everybody. If you want to he- follow Heechel on Instagram, his Instagram is Kim he, Nim. Uh Next is Ye Sung, mm-hmm. main vocal, born August 24th, 1984, and his birth name is Kim Jong-un. And I decided while doing this research that he's my bias. Why? He has a good face and a good neck and his voice. He's like one of the, he's in Super Junior Cry, which is like the ballad unit. Mm-hmm. And he's like a really good singer. And he also has a very short temper and he curses a lot. And he's like sulky and like, I don't know, I like it. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I've, I've, you mentioned Super Junior Cry and that reminds me. Heechul is in Super Junior T. I didn't mention that. <laughs> Yesung, his 
birth name is Kim Jong-un, but then he his mom changed his name to Kim Jong-hoon. Oh. Because originally his birth name meant thunderstorm cloud, and she thought it would bring him bad luck. Oh. So she legally changed it, and now it means powerful and artistic. Ooh. His English name is Jerome <laughs> Kim. <laughs> no! <laughs> Do you think he looks like a Jerome? No, but like maybe I'd call him Jerry. Like Ew, maybe he no. could do a Jerry, no? Jerry! <laughs> what a terrible name, Jerry. Uh, Horrible. Uh, Yesung is on Instagram <laughs> at yesung1106. And he, Shannon mentioned he's in Super Junior Cry. He's also in Super Junior Happy. Um, next in line is Shindong, mm-hmm. who's the lead rapper of Super Junior. And it, lead dancer. Oh, I didn't write that, but I believe you. He has a lot of like silly dance breaks in some of their like B-sides. He is Super Junior's choreographer. Really? Yeah. According to a member profile. I wow. That's interesting. I was very surprised. So Shindong was born on September 28th, 1985, uh, and his birth name is Shindong Hee. So English name is Matthew Shin. And I do think he looks yeah, like a Matthew. Absolutely. I would think of him as a Matthew. Um, so Shindong is like, he's a real comedian type. He's like mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, Super Junior is as a whole, like, a wild-ass group. Like, they are very loud, and they're, like, mean to each other. They love pranks. Like, they're just, like, a whole mess. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Shindong is, like, definitely the goofiest one. And his whole whole thing is that, like, he's the chubby one, and he loves food. And, like, what are you going to do about it? That's who he is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's Shin. I mean, that's Shindong. He, I wrote down, uh, he is in Super Junior T and Super Junior Happy. Next in line is Sungmin, who is the lead vocalist. Uh, his birthday is January 1st, 1986. Um, Sungmin is obsessed with the color pink. I saw like a million things about how like he just loves pink stuff. Yeah. Um, and he was like the Egyo master of Super Junior, like real good at acting like a baby. Um I tried to describe him, and I feel like I couldn't pick Sungmin out of a lineup. Like, I don't know. He just has a very—he just has a face. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a thing I, I was maybe going to wait till the first video to say, but I feel like Super Junior, because they're from that, like, second generation, like, maybe nowadays companies are, like, specifically casting, like— really hot kids or paying for a lot of plastic surgery mm-hmm. or whatever. And Super Junior just look like regular boys with yes. crazy haircuts. Yeah. Like, they all just look like guys that you might know. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. So with, Min- a, with a few exceptions. Yes. But like, I don't know. Sungmin's just, I don't know, he's just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I had to look up a picture, actually, because um, there are a couple of Super Junior faces that I still don't know. And I couldn't tell you which one was Shin, which one he was. Songmin. Uh, given name, Lee Songmin. English name, Vincent Lee. Oh, okay. Don't say he looks like a Vincent. You don't even know what he looks like. I mean, I'll take it. It's not too weird of a name. I was just thinking like, True. I guess lots of people could be named Vincent. True. I also read that he was a lead, uh, a lead dancer. As well as oh, okay. local. Um, but Shin... I keep saying... But Songmin... Was a, a bit of controversy because he got married in 2014 to yes. an actress named Kim Sa-un. 
So yeah, that's what I that was my last fact about Sungmin is he got buried and everyone hates him. He's yeah. that he's that member we were talking about that is technically like has not left the group his con mm-hmm. like he's still a part of Super Junior but he has yeah. not promoted with them since he, he got married. He is the 10th inactive member. Yeah. So yeah, very strange. Since 2017, uh, he has not participated because after he got married, he went to the army and then mm-hmm. when he got out of the army, they were going to come back and the fans were so mad at him for being married that he has never returned. I learned on Twitter that the people who do not like him called themselves Sungmin outs. Oh. And like a lot of them will even have it in like their Twitter profile header. Damn. Like that it's like part of their identity that they, he, they do not want him. Wow. It's really crazy. I have another story later. Like these elves are hardcore like I can't <laughs> believe I hadn't heard some of these stories before because like yeesh Oof. well we'll get to that later <laughs> the last thing I have about Song Min is that he is in Super Junior T Happy and M yes he was one of the latest uh, M editions mm-hmm. uh, next in line is Eun who is a lead dancer main rapper main composer for Super Junior mm-hmm. and a vocal Yes. Uh, his birthday is April 4th, 1986. And his birth name is Lee Hyokje. And I feel like that is the name I see used for him by fans like way more often. Like I feel like mm. I don't see other people's birth names being used as much, but it seems like everyone likes calling him Hyokje. I don't know. Just something I've uh I've noticed. Um his English name is Spencer Lee. <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he can be a Spencer. No, I think so. I don't like it. Um <laughs> so this next thing the thing I had about him it's fully in quotes, but he was known for a very long time as the ugly member. Oh. Like they straight up said that on TV and stuff like Wow, that that's he was harsh. The ugly one. Especially because in the more recent music videos that I watched, he's caught my eyes being oh, yeah. very hot. Very hot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like at the at the time, I feel like in there, like he he is gr- he's definitely like grown into himself for sure. But and I never, I never, I don't think he was ever ugly. But I think he was the gawkiest one, and he mm. took a while to grow into his nose. So yes, because he yes. has a very has pointy a nose. nose. Um, you know what they say about men with big noses? I don't know. What do you think they say? <laughs> Um, anyway, he's also known by the, uh, like, the super junior members have told on him that he's, like, the dirtiest one. Yeah. He has the, the, like, smelliest, dirtiest room. Um, and like I said earlier, he writes a ton of super junior lyrics. Like, he's written, Mm. he writes his own, most rappers write their own raps. But he's also, in many other ways, contributed lyrically Mm -hmm. to super junior albums. He's also contributed to the choreography. Um, and I have just two fun facts about him and other artists. One, he's childhood best friends with JYJ's Chunsu. Okay. And he was involved in a brief scandal with, with IU because of the shirtless picture. She oh! quote unquote accidentally posted on Twitter a photograph of her in pajamas and him without a shirt on. And their companies came out very quickly and said, they're just great friends. <laughs> And that's all we know about that's that. That's all we know about that. He is in, I think, the most subunits of any member. And by I think, I mean he is. Yeah, I think is he's in all of them. He's in all of them. Super Junior T, Happy M, and Super Junior D&E. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> um, next in line is Siwon, mm-hmm. who is the visual yep. and a vocalist. 
Uh, his birthday is April 7th, 1986. Mm-hmm. And Shiwan is one of the only people in Super Junior that I knew for a super long time because he looks like a goddamn Disney prince. He, Yeah, he looks like a Ken doll. Yeah, he's just like got that like super stereotypical, square, handsome face. Like, yeah. And he's, he's always been the beefiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even from the beginning when some of them were still very gawky, he's always been tall and broad-shouldered and buff. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. And there was a point, he does a lot of dramas, and there was one drama he did a couple years ago that he grew a beard for. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lord. yeah. Oof. But Good the beard. one, <laughs> but the biggest fact about him and the reason that I like could never Stan Shiwan is that he's a boring church boy. He's That's very religious. His entire personality All is All I that. wrote was very beefy, very religious. Lots of acting because face. Because of his face. Yeah, but uh they I like there's a a Korean word kyoyoppa uh, like church like he's a church uh, boy. Like that's just what he is and like <laughs> meh too boring for me, but he is very hot. Yeah, his English name is uh David Joseph Che David. Yeah. David he Joseph. Looks like a David yeah. Joseph. That's a church boy name. Yeah. He is only in Super Junior M. Yep. Um, okay, next in line. And Helica's favorite, Dong Hey. Lee Dong Hey. He's a lead vocal, lead dancer, and his birthday is October. And a rapper. Oh, and a ra- oh yes, a, the oca- occasional rapper. Um, and his birthday is October 15th, 1986. Which is one day before this episode comes out. So, happy birthday, Lee Dong-hae. Oh, cute. His English name is Aiden Lee. And a fun fact about me is that if I was born a boy, I would have been called Adan, which is the Spanish version of Aiden. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. So clearly, Dong and I will have a lot to talk about. Totally. <laughs> um, I read that he's from the same town as you know. Uh huh. He is. And um, I also wrote that he has so many hair moments, like Heechul. He's also had yeah. a career of hair moments. He's famous for big hair, mm-hmm. tall hair. If you're wondering which one he is, he's the one with tall hair. Yeah, and I feel like he has really high cheekbones and mm-hmm. his like eyes are kind of small. And there's Yeah, and he has like broad eyebrows. He has a very almost like triangular face, mm-hmm. but his chin is not pointy, it's square. It's very square. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and thing about Donghae that I know, or and I feel like this is the only good time to bring this up because it's one of my favorite ridiculous K-pop conspiracy theories that oh, there yeah. ever was. <laughs> so Donghae and Eunhyuk are like kind of inseparable. They have mm-hmm. this duo, Super Junior DNA, that they've yeah. been doing for a long time. They enlisted at the same yeah. time. They're like best. They, they're they're just they're a duo, and there is a subsection of elves that literally believe with. All of their heart and soul. They're like back in like 2006, like forever. No, not 2006, but like forever ago at some Super Junior concert, concert Donghae and Eunhyuk got married on stage and made all the fans in the audience like swear that they would never tell. But everyone, but super like, and Shindong like officiated. Like, there's a, it's a whole tale. And there are people that like believe it so much. And like, I just find that like really, really hilarious because that (laughs) is wild. Uh, Anyway, 
That's Donghae, I guess. Yeah. Um, he auditioned in the seventh grade, so he was like a young trainee, and he is also well known for having a lot of close Dongsangs, like younger brother friends. Uh-huh. Um, I I know I first saw him when he w- went to Key. He was on the Keychin show. Oh, right. When Key would invite people over to his house, um, and Donghae and Unhuk. Unhyuk had just gotten out of the army. All um, so right. I remember that episode. Donghae was wearing some like slutty kimono and had his long <laughs> greasy hair and a ponytail. And I was like, who is that? Yeah. He's <laughs> been he's been going like full greaseball for the past couple of years. And I know that you really like that. I, yeah, very it's much. weird. I didn't expect it. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> anyway, so, that's Donghae. That's Donghae. Next in line is Okay, I have such a hard time with this consonant. It kills me. Rio, Rio Wook, Rio Wook. I can't say it's it. It's hard. It's it's very difficult. Any Korean words that have Ryu in it, it's too hard. R Y E O W O O K, Rio Wook. That is also <laughs> his given name, and his English name is Nathan Kim. Nathan. Yeah, he looks like a Nathan to me. Uh, his He's a main vocal, and his birthday is June 21st, 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryo-wook hmm, Ryo is the smallest member. He has, like, a, such a tiny elfin face. Yeah, he has a very, very elfin face. He's, like, who I think, like, when people say, like, oh, he has such a small face, and, like, Koreans are so obsessed with, like, small faces, and I usually don't know what people are talking about, but, like, he has a small face. Yes. Um, and he's like power vocal, like falsetto, like mm-hmm. all these moments. And I read that he learned to play saxophone when he was in the military. <laughs> yes, I wrote that down. I wrote that down as well. And he uh, is, like you said, power vocal. So he is part of Super Junior Cry. Um, and he's also in Super Junior M. Um, I didn't really write that much down for Ryo Ryok. So hard to say. <laughs> um, okay, lastly is our mock But not leastly. Yes, is our mock and last added to Super Junior member mm-hmm. Kyuhyun. Yes. Who is also a main vocal. His birthday is February 3rd, 1988. And with that, every member of Super Junior is older than me. I finally <laughs> did it. We got one. Woo. Um, so Kyuhyun, uh, like I said, he was the last member added to Super Junior. We'll talk about why in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he just got out of the military, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And he marks the last of the Super Junior the militaries. Last. Um, he has had a very successful solo career as well, uh, doing, like, ballady OST stuff. Like, he's very, uh, popular and beloved in that realm of Korean music for sure mm-hmm. um he has I've all I can write like whenever I think about Kyuhyun I just or Kyuhyun I think about his cheeks yeah he has huge 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 cheeks and just like little eyes mm-hmm. and he's and he's usually belt in and a big a mouth huge, he's yeah a big and he's mouth. like belt in a note yeah he's in Super Junior Cry because he's a power vocal and he's also in Super Junior M here we go. So that is all. Oh, his English name, Marcus Cho. Marcus. <laughs> mm, meh. I think we could do better than Marcus. Uh, all right. Former members of Super Junior. And I only wrote down the former members of actual Super Junior. I don't have any M's on here. Is that? That's fine. Okay. Great. Um, so Kangin 
was a vocalist of Super Junior. His birthday is January 17th, 1985. And his birth name is Kim Young-woon. His English name is Jordan. Jordan, yeah. He looks like a Jordan. Um, he was like the super junior, like strong man. And whenever they would go on like variety shows, he had to like lift things. And mm. um, but he was also like the cuddly teddy bear one that was always like back hugging members and just like generally being soft. Um, but he is disgraced because of mm-hmm. drunk driving and assault charges that we can get to later. And because of those, he finally this year removed himself yeah, in from Super Junior. July eleventh of two thousand nineteen, he officially left. Uh, He was also involved in two subunits, Super Junior T and Super Junior Happy. There we go. Um, The next member we talked about a little bit on our Foreign Idols special. Mm -hmm. His name was Hangang. He was a lead dancer and a... Rapper, vocal? I had, he was a vocalist and a lead dancer, and he later became the leader of Super Junior M. Because okay. Because he's the only foreign member of Super Junior. Yes. His birthday is February 9th, 1984. And uh, like we said in that episode, he was the first ever foreign idol. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Chinese. He's Chinese. And because of it, he had to wear a mask on their debut stage because his visa wasn't correct and he like couldn't appear on TV. Um, he sued to leave SM. We'll get to that later. Um, but in doing so, he sort of became like a hero to all the Chinese idols and he helped other people get out of their con. He helped the other exos get out of their contracts. Mm-hmm. I saw so many pictures of him like with Ming Hao and with Lei and like he's the oldest of the like yeah, of China the line gang members. Yeah, so he was in Super Junior for a while. Um, he sued in 2009 and officially left in 2011, and his English name was Joshua Tan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and the last former member was Kibum, Kim Kibum, same name as Shiny Kim Kibum, mm-hmm. which is probably why exactly why Shiny's Kim Kibum is key. Yep. So you can have two. Um, he was the lead rapper, and his birthday— Tell that to winner Mino. I know, right? Uh, his birthday was August 21st, 1987. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kibum got a lot of acting roles, like, very quickly into Super Junior's, like, in existence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he decided—we'll get to it later in the timeline—that, like, he was done and wanted to be an actor yeah. now. Yeah, and he took a brief leave of absence and then later officially left in 2015. Uh, his English name is Brian Trevor Kim. <laughs> Yeah. Brian. Um, He was, before he left, he was like the super junior cover boy, quote unquote. And like, he was usually in the middle of pictures Mm -hmm. or like he had, he was the face. He was different from the being the the visual, visual. but the face, but he didn't get to stick around. So no face for you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So that is, and that is all the members. Like I said, not including the M's, but that's Mm -hmm. all whoever was and is part of super junior. Yes. And like you mentioned during all of those, there are some super, there are five super junior subunits mm-hmm. and we won't be able to get to them in the timeline. So I just want to shout them out right now before we get into it. So like I said, like we said, the first one is super junior cry. That's K R Y. They debuted November 5th, 2006. Kyuhyun, Ryo-wook and Yesung. They've put out all told two singles, six music videos, and they had eight drama soundtrack appearances. 
Um, next to debut was Super Junior T, which stood for Trot. Yes, they were a Trot singing group. I thought that was so funny. Debuted, I did not like their song. Debuted February 23rd, 2007. Uh, this was Lee Tuck, Hee Chol, Shin Dong, Sung Min, and Yoon Hyuk. Two singles, and they put out one of those singles, again, in Japanese. So, like, mm-hmm. three little promotions altogether, I guess. Then Super Junior M debuted May 2nd, 2008. Uh they put out all told two studio albums and 11 music videos. And there, the formation of Super Junior M created some absolutely batshit fan stuff mm-hmm. like I've never seen. Um, yes. When SM announced like they were going to do a Chinese like unit of Super Junior, elves camped out outside of SM. And sang, like, Super Junior songs at the top of their lungs all night and just chanted, like, 13 members, 13 members. And, like, they all banded together to buy enough stock. They bought, like, enough stock in SM that they had, like, a 1% share or something so that they could try to stop this from happening. And SM had to, like, make a statement and say, we promise we will not put any of the new guys in real Super Junior, we promise. Yes. So what they ended up doing was they had five members of original Super Junior, and then they added Zumi and Henry, who were only in Super Junior M. And even though the fans really hated it and went to, like, such extreme lengths to go against it, Super Junior M is the most successful subunit of Super Junior. Yeah. So... Haters gonna hate, I guess. Haters gonna hate. Um, next to debut, which was like a couple of weeks after this, was Super mm-hmm. Junior H, which stood for happy. Yes. Uh, Lee Tuck Yesung, Shin Dong Sung Min, and Yoon Hyuk. They only had one single, but all told, they put out three music videos over the years. Mm. Um, they all seem like they're mostly, it's jokey. It's jokey. Yeah. Because um, they're happy. And then the last subunit we already mentioned, Super Junior D&E, which stands for Dong Hae and Eun Hyuk. They debuted in 2011, and they've put out two full-length albums and 19 singles all told, just Damn. the two of them. Yeah, so they've like they've been working for that a while. That married life, they have a lot yeah, of time I guess they have to time. write music together. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's the subunits. Now it's time to just get in to the history of Super Junior. We're already 30 minutes deep, so here Woo! we go. Buckle in. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. So some pre-debut facts about Super Junior that I thought were interesting. Uh, SM originally had the idea to do a four-member group called Four Seasons. Oh. Uh, and the members were going to be Heechul, Kangin, Yuno, and Jaejung from TVXQ. Mm. Um, I couldn't find out everybody's, but apparently Heechul was winter. Everyone was like, oh. they were all going to be a season. Okay. Then they decided not to do that anymore. Um, so... They debuted, there were just all these SM trainees. It was like TVXQ and Super Junior and like some of the baby shinies, like all of them were just like living together. Um, And then SM decided to put TVXQ together. Mm -hmm. And rumor has it, they like were going to let all the other dude trainees go. (laughs) Like they weren't, they like, well, we picked the five best ones. So I guess we're done. But then somebody decided like, that's when Lee Su Man got his crazy rotating thing and was like, let's mm-hmm. put out the boys we have as Super Junior 05. And then next yes. year, we can like get rid of them or replace some of them and it'll be like a fun rotating group. Yes. So the initial concept for Super Junior was to be a 12-member group that was, quote, supposed to be the gateway to stardom of Asia. 
Mm-hmm. And they had all been chosen for their experience as actors and MCs and models and like other things that they'd done pre-debut. Because like Heechul and Kibum specifically were already established actors. But anyway, they were inspired. Lee Suman was inspired by a Japanese girl group, which is called Morning Musumi. It's a rotate and they okay. have a rotational concept. So it's basically like menudo where they the members graduate. So the first iteration of Super Junior was Super Junior 05. And I read that the rumor that was out before Super Junior came out was that the group was going to be called Over. Yes. And I stands read that for too. Obey the Voice for Each Rhythm. Mm-hmm. I think Super Junior is a little better. Yeah. They uh, ended up with Super Junior. But they were supposed to replace members every year. Yeah. That's, like, so wild yeah. to think about. And when they debuted, apparently Lee Suman already knew which members were going to be replaced at the end of the Isn't year. Isn't that crazy? Like, so ooh, he was going to get rid of all of them. Like, it's <laughs> wild. Um, so, official debut day of Super Junior 05 mm-hmm. is November 6, 2005. And their debut song is called Twins, parentheses, Knockout. So I learned that this song is actually a cover. Oh. Uh, it's There is a song by a British boy band called Triple Eight. Let me play a clip of it really quick. It's hmm. barely different, but like just, just so everyone can hear. Okay. Why does that music video make it look like they're trying to fight with the girls? I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) so Knockout uh, featured the 12 original members and some of the craziest hair that I've ever seen in my whole life. Wow. Yeah, the hair in early Super Junior, you joked about this earlier that we could do an entire three-hour episode. I texted you last night, like three music videos in, and I was like, I could talk about their hair for a day. Yeah. And when I got three music videos in, I texted you, the hair! <laughs> I was literally screaming in my apartment when Heechul would show up on screen because like we said, Heechul has the craziest hair moments yeah, yeah, of yeah. anyone in Super Junior. It's who, I, we called it in our second gen episode like anime hair and I feel like yeah. there's no other way to describe it because like only a cartoon character would you draw like mm-hmm. the loops and the spikes and the swooshes yeah. like that they all like, have. absurdly PC mullets. They're so wild. And there's a couple shots of Heechul in this music video that feel like a joke. Because <laughs> he's, like, staring so crazy at the camera and they, like, whoosh around him. And he, like, ooh, does, like, weird magician hands. It's wild. These are a couple – the first couple of music videos are so crazy. Yeah. And, and they're all um, – the first couple of music videos are all box videos. I, I wrote down when they were finally not a box <laughs> video, and it takes forever. Um, this is just like – all I wrote for this was hair, fire, baggy, baggy jeans. Yeah. Because that's all this is. It's just a lot of crazy hair, fake fire in the backgrounds, extreme close-ups, and a box of them dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song – did okay, I guess. Yes, I have all the stats. So this song was Super Junior has almost exclusively released full-length studio albums. So unless I say otherwise, 
all of the albums are full studio length. Mm-hmm. They don't do EPs and singles and very often. Yeah. So Twins Knockout is part of a, their first studio album, which was called Twins. Um, and they also released a second single off of this, which was called Miracle. It's very cute. And that song was their first number one radio single. The album itself went to number three on the monthly chart that it came out on. I, I would definitely recommend watching Miracle. Uh, 100%. Because the hair the hair is still there. <laughs> it's so um, crazy. But it's like, that song is so cheesy and great. I love it. It um, reminds me of, um, I get knocked down. Oh. And I get up again. <laughs> it's like, uh, like disney it. Yeah, definitely disney Um, I read something interesting about Miracle is that it like went to number one in Thailand, which was like the first sign of like Super Junior getting popular outside of Korea. Um. Like, yeah, that yeah. song did and that well in Thailand. Later on. Um, so in the spring of 2006, SM is, as we said, looking for new members and has mm-hmm. reportedly already decided who's getting the boot. Um, and everybody's just sort of waiting to see what Super Junior 06 is going to be. And it turns out that they officially announce, here's our new kid, Hyun, And with this, this is Super Junior. Yeah. The rotation, the graduating, we're done. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is super junior. So they now. didn't replace anybody. They just added a member and said, never mind, we're not going to do the rotational. This is official super junior. So they dropped the 05. And now they continue on as super junior. As super junior. And I think this is basically what happened in the case of Red Velvet many years mm, later. Yes. Um, because Gary and several other SM rookies are like in the happiness music video. So people thought that Red Velvet was maybe also mm. supposed to be rotating or be like an NCT system. Ah. Uh, but they ended up just adding Gary and then calling it there. So interesting. it's interesting. I wonder how they decide these things. But they, yeah, they decided Q Hyun is here and Super Junior is a 13-member group. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the next thing they released, I have, this was one of their only singles and it's called You. And it came out May 25th, 2006. I like this song. I love it too. I love this song. Yeah. And it was it's a song. so catchy. I, it was a song that I forgot was a super junior song because I feel like I hear it mm-hmm. or I hear it in the background of stuff and I assume that it's like an HOT song. Totally. Because it sounds old, like slightly older. Absolutely. And when I first heard this song, because when I started the research for this, I was pretty convinced that I knew very little about super junior and their music and what's pleasantly surprised, I guess, when I watched every single music video and was like, oh, I've heard this song before. Right. And this one, as soon as it started, I knew the chorus. I was like, oh, never mind. I know exactly what this is. Um, I love this song. It is very catchy. Um, It was highly successful. As a digital single, it crashed the server because, uh, and this was 2006, so this was a big deal, 400,000 downloads in the first five hours which crashed the right. server and then ultimately went to 1.7 million downloads. Um, so this song was the most popular song of the year. It was number one for five straight weeks on two different music shows. And it was nominated. It got Super Junior 
seven awards at end of the year shows, including three best newcomers at the Golden Discs. Yeah, and it remained their most popular song until 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music video itself, like, it's another box video, yeah. but pre-debut Yuna from Girls' Generation is I like the dream Yuna. girl in the music video. Yeah, and it starts out, I wrote, ooh, scary, because Yuna walks into this, like, completely black room, and then... The entire wall becomes a screen of very, very close ups of like super intense members with really crazy hair and like the shirt that Timine wore in that Lucifer dance right, practice. That makes like a woo. That makes like a crazy optical illusion and just like very, very bad jeans. Very, very bad, bad jeans. Um, yeah, I wanted to take a moment and like talk about these like pre last couple of music videos and like why I think it. I never really got into Super Junior is that I feel like back in 2005 or now in 2019 or at least for like the last maybe even 10 years, South Korea has been in the future. Mm -hmm. Like they're the future of pop culture now and everything they do gets cool everywhere else. But back in 2005, they were still in the past. They were still like 10 years behind. So, like, thinking, like, if this our early Super Junior stuff had existed in 2000, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I would have loved it so much. Yeah. But, like, this came out when I was, like, a sophomore in college, and I just, it would not have done it for me. Yeah. I just don't, I think I would have laughed at their outfits too much. Absolutely. And it wouldn't have been able to grab me. Because oh, it just. I laughed heartily through all of these early music yeah. videos. But the songs the, slap. Like, the songs are fun. I like them. Uh, yeah, some of them, yes. Some of them, no. I'll talk about the ones I don't really like. They haven't really happened yet. I really liked Miracle. And, like, I, I like this song, too. Um, I like you. But eventually they get they get to a point that we're almost at. Right. So save that one. Um, then but I, I agree. Very dated. <laughs> the next thing, uh, for time's sake, I won't play, but just to note it, uh, in June 2006, SM put out an 06 Summer SM Town compilation that had mm. songs from like all their groups. And um, Super Junior's contribution was called Dancing Out. And it came out close enough to the U promotions that they just performed it as like a B-side mm. to U. But it was on a different an album. SM summer album. Gotcha. Um, okay, so this part in 2006 is where things get a little rough for Super Junior for a while. Yes. So on August 10th, 2006, Heechul was on his way home from Donghae's dad's funeral, Mm -hmm. uh, and he got in a really bad car accident and broke his leg in several places and had to get, like, metal rods. Five different places, and he had to be in surgery for, like, six hours. Yeah, so he had to fully take off for at least four months, Mm -hmm. um, and to this day, he does not get to dance or participate as fully in comebacks and concerts because Because of of how much his leg got broken. Mm -hmm. And this came, so initially in 2006, they they had a second album prepared, and to release in 2006, but it got pushed back initially because of Heechul's car accident, and then later... Yeah, we'll get. There were two things in the middle. In November, on November fifth, that's when Super Junior Cry debuted. So they were doing something, and then in February they put out the Super Junior T. Mm-hmm. When Heechul was back, they put out their Funny Trot song. Um, but then on April nineteenth, two thousand seven, here's another one of the only things I knew about Super yeah. Junior pre this episode. There was a terrible car accident on the way home from a Kiss the Radio schedule. Mm-hmm. A van that had Lee Tuck. Shindong, 
Eunhyuk and Kyuhyun and two managers mm -hmm. spun out, flipped, crashed on the highway. Um, the front tire reportedly burst, causing the car to hit the guardrail, spin twice, and flip over. I saw a report that was from a really old article, like from back then, that said that like tire didn't burst and the police said that like it that the driver was lying and it was an accident that he was just speeding but i, I couldn't find I a second as well i couldn't find a second source for it so yeah it said that was the initial report that the tire had exploded but then it was maybe that he had actually just been speeding and lost control spun out but the car accident was very serious and Q Hyun in particular was very gravely injured he was thrown from the van and they found him 20 meters away skidded down the highway uh he had a fractured hip broken ribs face his face was all screwed up and he was like very badly bruised mm -hmm. he got a pneumothorax which is like an air bubble in your chest cavity from his broken rib yeah and there was, I read, it seemed like straight out of a drama, like literally. Mm -hmm. He's like in this medically induced coma and the doctor is like, I have to go in and drill in his neck. And his dad, who never believed in him, is like, if he can't sing, like, you have to find another way. Yeah. And the doctor was like, he only has a 20% chance of survival. And the doc and this dad was like, save my son's voice. Like, Q Hyun mm -hmm. told this story. I, he was unconscious for it. But it yeah. sounded like... A full drama. Absolutely. It was highly intense. And when he did finally come out of the coma, he couldn't speak for like, I think I read 20 hours. He couldn't speak because he was in shock and they thought he was going to be paralyzed. But yeah, he made a full recovery. He couldn't walk or breathe on his own for a full month and was in the hospital for four months. Um, Super Junior as a whole still get very, very upset when this car accident is brought up. Yeah. Like it was, it was very, very traumatic for them and the fans because like the initial news was very grave and yeah. it didn't seem like Hyun was going to make it. Mm -hmm. So it was a very, it was a dark time. Yes. Um, so, so because of that, their second studio album, Don't Don't, Don't the first one is a T and the second one doesn't. This was finally released on September 20th, 2007, and the title track uh, was of the same name. <laughs> so many hip thrusts. Yes, <laughs> the craziest pelvic choreography. Um, so the title of this song is actually a pun. Don means money and tonda is like to go crazy. So it's like money, money, go crazy. It's mm. like, and it's returning to the like HOT model of like harping on society and yeah. with angry rap rock. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, this was a good opportunity to bring up a thing that I had forgotten was a thing until people were talking about it when the Super M album came out, which is SMP which is SM oh. musical performance, which was like a thing that SM trademarked back during HOT days for those songs that have hip hop and rock music and long mm -hmm. dance breaks that like early XO and like all yeah. that stuff. And super M is something SMP. like mama. Yes. Is an SMP. SMP. Cause and they the, have that. Da, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this song was one of those. And one of the funnest facts about it is in the middle of this very long rock dance performance, Henry comes out and does this insane violin solo yeah. break dance where he like 
breaks his back and like it's it's crazy nuts it's crazy i wrote that down because i was like okay there's this is not a box video but it follows the box video formula and that they just are like in warehouses and under bridges dancing but then and i was like okay it's just fire like slightly better outfits it's noisy under an overpass great and And then all of a sudden there's this dramatic as fuck electric violin breakdown and it was super unexpected and excellent not enough to save the song for me but a fun twist yes and it was also a fun twist because henry was like not debuted yet Mm -hmm. and they didn't credit him in the video so in the fandom he was just known as the mystery violinist (laughs) until super until super junior m debuted um, there was a B-side to this album that they promoted later in the year called Marry You. The music video continues the Yuna music video mm. verse that they started, I guess. Um, and I saw a couple of concert videos that show that like this is the song that like Elf sing back to Super uh, Junior at concerts or whatever. All right. Um, so in May 2008, Super Junior M debuts. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned earlier, it was a big old shit show. Um, and then I wonder, this is so interesting to me june 5th 2008 super junior h debuts at the dream concert this is the super junior happy like it's supposed to make people happy because all the elves are super super pissed right now Mm -hmm. this dream concert is the black ocean dream concert Mm -hmm. where they turned off the lights for super for uh girls generation generation. and the elves ripped up all their super junior merchandise and booed them or whatever they decided they tried to debut a subunit like at that that was like super goofy yeah oh and everyone was so mad at them so yeah it was rough (laughs) it was probably not super fun then Super junior, not super fun. Not super fun. Um, And then the next thing I had for 2008 was in the summer, they made their Japanese debut. Yes, I also have that they, in uh, in February of 2008, they embark on their first Asia-wide tour super show. Yes, and they, like Exoplanet or Shiny Worlds, they can super show is Mm -hmm. what their tours are called. Yeah, and I'll bring them up. They have had a lot of them. One is happening right now now yes um okay so next like a real big moment mm-hmm. march 12th 2009 third album sorry sorry single of the same name you've heard it you love it sorry sorry Um, yes. So Sorry Sorry was a huge smash. It sold mm-hmm. 30,000 copies on the first day. Um, and it was the best selling song in Asia for mm-hmm. 2009 because it went like so many countries in Asia. Super yes. like Sorry Sorry was the song. Yeah, the album debuted at number one. Um, It was the best-selling K-pop album in Taiwan, Thailand, China, and the Philippines. And it was the first Korean album to ever go number one in the Philippines. The song itself, just as a single, won 10 number one awards on the music shows for 10 consecutive weeks. It was number one for a record-breaking 37 weeks in Taiwan. And that was the first time. that, That was like... That's what earned them their spot on the Hollywood Mount Rushmore or whatever. Because yeah. this was a fucking moment. Yes. And I think, honestly, I'm pretty sure that the reason I might have heard or seen Sorry Sorry before was because that dancing prison in the yeah. Philippines mm-hmm. did a video yes. of it. I was going to bring that up earlier about how, like, 
why there's such a monument. Right. This is it's because everyone learned this dance yeah. and like iconic choreography that you like that kind of point choreography that we talk about is like quintessential for second gen and that has kind of gone away. Sadly, don't really do. <laughs> yeah, totally. People don't do that stuff anymore. But it, Super Junior's always had like in good choreography that is challenging. But this was like anyone could do this choreo. This uh, chorus, excuse me. Um, this also, as noted before, this was the first comeback that Kibum was missing. Like, he mm. just wasn't in the promotions. And it was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, they did a second single from Sorry Sorry called It's You. The music video for that Fun. one looks cheap as... Hail. Yeah, a lot of their music videos do. But I will say two things about Sorry Sorry marks like a turning point in Super Junior's career. Aside from them getting a lot of international acclaim for the first time, they finally have better outfits and better hair. Yeah. With the exception of Kyuhyun and Heechul. <laughs> but for the most part, they have like much shorter hair. Still pretty normal hair colors. Better, more tailored outfits. Yeah. But this is also the start of their, like, super junior sound. Yes. Which, do you, should we talk about that now? They have, oh. Or does it get coined later? I don't remember when they coined it. Let me do a search on this page and see when it comes up. Yes, a, a, according to the Wikipedia that I saw, from Sorry Sorry on, or at least for a couple of albums, yes. Super Junior tried to make things in a style that they called... S.J. Funky. Um, they say it draws influences from electronica, funk, and hip-hop, mm-hmm. including African rhythms and clubhouse. Yeah, it's very techno-heavy, and it's very auto-tune-heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is one of the reasons that when I first learned about Super Junior, I didn't like their music, because I don't like house music, and I hate auto-tune. Right. So that was the majority of their sound for kind of the peak or their yeah. initial peak. And so that's what I thought. That's all they did. Right. And so I was like, meh, never Not mind. for me. Totally. Um, so the end of 2009 was also a bit tumultuous. Uh, Kungin gets booked on assault charges in September for fighting outside of a bar. And then in October, he gets arrested again for a DUI hit and run. He hit a parked car and left. A parked taxi that had three passengers Ugh. inside of it. Ugh. So he that was a hit and run, and then he turned himself in, I think, five hours later was the report. Um, but yeah, this year was kind of rough for them. They did, after Sorry Sorry came out, start Super Show 2, their like second tour. And Kibum, again, like didn't participate. Um, then after Kangin, I have the 2009 December, right? Yes, we that's have- when Hangin sues SM to yes. get out. Mm-hmm. So and we- Kibum's officially departed at yeah. some point. He- I-, I couldn't find an official date. It no, just kept saying official- in 2009 he left forever. Uh, Kibum? Mm-hmm. He didn't officially leave until 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. He, or I guess he, he had to wait had, he, took, he made an announcement that he was taking a temporary leave for acting, but he didn't officially debut, or terminate his contract and leave the group itself uh, until 2015. Oh, okay. Um, but Hang Kyung, or Hang Geng, he sued to get out uh, on claims that his contract was unlawful, harsh, and against his rights. Um, and released a solo Chinese album in July of 2010, the same month that Kangin 
goes to the military. First member of Super Junior to depart. Yes, but before he departed, they had one last comeback as 10 members. Bonamana, did you know? Oh, I have that out of order. I don't know why that's out of order. It's okay. Sorry. Um, so one last comeback, uh, but this was a 10-member comeback because Hanging was gone and Kibum was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, okay, blah, blah, blah. So the fourth album is called Bonamana. The single is also called that. And this is another example of SJ Funky. So it probably would be yeah. very obvious in hearing it, but this song was written by the same person who wrote Ring Ding Dong, mm-hmm. the yes. shiny song. Definitely obvious. Um, this and is, you can hear that Sorry Sorry beat in it. Oh, for yeah. Sure. It's like totally the same. Um, this is a video. And also I noticed on music, I couldn't believe it. Also on music shows, Lee Tuck just did not wear a shirt yeah. for this comeback. Just didn't wear a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, First shirtlessness. Yep. Just not going to wear a shirt. Yeah. He wore a blazer. But no shirt underneath. Um, the music video is probably, it seems like one of their cheapest yet. I'm so, I'm so, I wonder why their music video budget seemed so particularly bad. Because this one, they're in the same like low ceiling room as they were in for Sorry Sorry. Yeah. And then they're all just standing against a wall and they're doing that thing where if you spin a light and it mm-hmm. like makes your face look different as the shadow. That's yeah, the whole music that's it. video. I wrote down, the only thing I wrote for this was why are they all dramatic box videos? Every single video we've watched so far has just been dramatic dancing and close-ups. It's been the same thing um, over and over again. Over and over again. But this song was very popular. It outsold Sorry Sorry. Um, and it led them into their third tour, Super Show 3, which was a sold-out tour that went through 2011. One last note about the Bonamana comeback. Uh, Donghe doing sleight of hand and making a rose appear is part of the choreography. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. I like a, I like a good love it. gag. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, and then, yeah, like you said, right after this comeback, Kangin was off to the military a little early, probably just to get people back on his side, maybe like <laughs> go remove himself from the public mm-hmm. for a while. Um, so they didn't do, Super Junior didn't do anything again as Super Junior until August 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is their fifth studio album called Mr. Simple, which we're not going to watch right now because it's still their most popular music yes. video. Mm-hmm. So we'll watch it at the end. So uh, we won't even mention what the music video is like. Uh, but I will say that this song, the title track, is the same name as the album, Mr. Simple. It debuted at number one and it stayed number one for four weeks. And the album itself peaked at number three on the Billboard World Charts. Yeah, so this was a nine-member comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately after promotions, Heechel went to the military in September. Mm-hmm. So by the time the Mr. Simple repack came out, uh, there was no Heechel, and it was an eight-member uh, yes. comeback. That song is called Acha. That's some 2011 classic SM that oh, I yeah. like to see. You can, like, I love, there's a really specific, like, SM time between, like, 2011 and 2015 where it was, like, all the groups were sharing music video sets and clothes. And there's just, like, a 
look about mm. it. And this is definitely that. 100% watching that music video, there are certain scenes where I'm like, oh, that looks just like shiny key. Oh, that looks just like shiny Onu. Like, it's, yeah. it's wild. They were wearing the it's same wild. things. Um, then I have their fourth concert tour. Is that the next thing you have on there? I am bad, and I did not even get tours down because I okay. was right. So, so I'll just say, where they go. after Heechel goes to the army, um, they embark on their fourth Super Show. This is their first world tour. And so they go to Korea, Japan, Thailand, China, and France. They played in Paris. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I always appreciate when people go to Europe because I know they get left out a yeah. lot. And it always bums me out when someone says that they're going on a world tour and then doesn't leave Asia. <laughs> 17. <laughs> um, but yeah, the last I have award show Stats this year for Super Junior 2011, they won four Golden Discs, two Soul Music Awards, and Album of the Year from the Gone Awards. There you Gaun go. Chart Awards. Um, then in April 2012, Kangin's out of the military. Um, so we're back to 10 members for yes. a comeback in July of 2012, sixth album. Also, they they didn't really do a lot of creative album titles. It's usually the time, it's like 98% yeah. of the time. The anyway. same, yeah, the title track is always the same title as the song. And this one is Sexy Free and Single. The overdose set. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> look the same. Um, so this was uh, this song went to number one in Korea and Taiwan. Mm -hmm. It came out July fourth, two thousand twelve. Um, and I wrote that we're getting shirtless. Yes, there is fashion with an emphasis on the shun. A lot of spikes. A lot of center donghae. I liked this one, yeah. even though it still has that. SJ funky sound uh -huh. that I don't usually enjoy. I appreciated the visuals of this music video. Totally. Totally. Sexy, free, and single indeed. Um, <laughs> but also, this is it's it, this is a funny, it's a funny Smenglish because ready to bingo. Is that what they're saying? Sexy, Some, free, and single. Yeah. I'm ready to bingo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, funny. Mm. Love it. Anyway, uh, the repack for this one I wanted to call it because I thought it was interesting. Uh, on August 5th, the repack they put out was called Spy, mm -hmm. and it uses the theme song from a 1960s show called Get Smart. And this one's fun because it's tuxedos mm -hmm. and and like almost a little bit cutesy, which is very different mm -hmm. um, from sexy, free, and single. Um, but while we are talking about that album. You mentioned that it debuted at number one. Mm -hmm. um, it also was high on iTunes in Australia, France, Peru, and Japan. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So it's really, uh, you know, they're establishing their international fame. Yeah. They get three mamas this year, including album of the year for the second consecutive year in a row, uh, best global group male and the best line award. Um, and they start Super Show 5, their second world tour, which for the first time includes South and North America and Europe again. Um, and it was the largest K-pop tour in South America to date. Yes. 
foretelling things to come for, for Super Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, so on October 30th, 2012, Lee Tuck was off to the military. And with that, the group was on hiatus while they waited for their leader. Yes. Um, so Ye Song went to the military in May of 2013. Heechul came back in summer 2013. Um, and then Lee Tuck got out July 29th, 2014. And it was time for Super Junior to rise again. Mm-hmm. Um, so on September 1st, 2014, their seventh album titled Mamacita. Yes, uh, the music video is really fun as well. I remember this was like the first Super Mm -hmm. Junior thing that happened once I was a K-pop fan because they were back. um, And I remember the teaser images were so wild because the music video is like a drama style music video. Yes. Um, And it's like, it seems like a cartoony, like silent movie Western. They're wearing big, stupid mustaches Mm -hmm. and there's like a wacky plot happening. Yeah, it's very goofy. And they, it goes back and forth between this like goofy Western drama where like one of them is a sheriff and one is a thief and one is just a fruit stand owner um and then it goes back and forth to the set where they are dancing in these like nice red suits um it's finally for the first time really like different from their normal box videos um and for the first time they're kind of breaking away from the sj funky sound in their lead single so this has like a way groovier and like sexier melodic rhythm to yes. it. And for me, I wrote, this is the start of good Donghae hair. Yeah, it the, it's nice and tall yeah. and shaved he on the side. He loves a close shaved on the side, long on top. As tall as it can be as on the top. As tall as can be. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm into it. But this does have the iconic Sminglish line, close. close your lips, shut your tongue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> um... They put out a second song from this album called This Is Love. Um, this song is so good. And the music video has like iconic, beautiful suits and it has a mic stand choreo, which is always great. Yeah. And I think we, I think we weren't recording when I said it, but I think post like sexy free and single, like every super trader song is like good. Like I love everything that comes out after They're all great after this. (laughs) Spoiler alert, This Is Love music video was going to be my recommendation. (gasps) Okay. Because I love it so much. Donghae looks so good and I love 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 a mic stand choreo yeah I just love it it's really good um after this uh comeback in December is when Sungmin got married so that was like when he officially became dead to the fandom I guess like that was 2014 right before that, in September, they did start Super Show 6, so their sixth concert tour, and they became the first Korean artist to perform 100 shows worldwide. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And then he got married. And then he got married, and they were <laughs> done with him. Uh, so mm-hmm. in March, both Shindong and Sungmin went went to the military, mm-hmm. and in May, Yesong was back. Yes. So, oh, go ahead. Nope. I was just going to say, so they released a special album. So they don't necessarily consider this like 
unofficial studio album. It's a special album. Because it does have some special tracks. There's like a DNE song on it. And mm-hmm. like, it's just a little bit of like it's a special. It's more like a compilation. Because there weren't a lot of them around at the time. But. Well, there were nine. There were nine. That's a significant amount. Nine. Yeah, I guess so. It's hard looking at the timeline and like take one on, put one off. Like, it's, yeah, it's I feel I feel for the for the fans mm-hmm. for this whole time. OK, so, yes, the song they re- the first song they released from the compilation album is called Devil. It's so, so good. I'm going to say this for the rest of their career, but Donghae looks so good. <laughs> uh, I just played just then for us. I played the performance version of Devil. They're like in a white room in perfect, perfect outfits. Everyone's wearing a perfect outfit. Perfect. Uh, but there is an actual Devil music video that is probably the best budget they ever got. Um, it's like a epic like movie trailer mm. almost um, th- with these big setups and there's like explosions and like running and guns and briefcases and like they all get freeze frames with their name on the bottom and then like some it looks like a movie poster that comes to life. That's It's a very well done music video, but that performance that version. performance version though. It has, there's this really great choreo Me where they move. like just lift up their like little heels and they have their fingers like boop. I love it. And I love that. Ah, In the background. Ah, so good. So good. Yes. Okay. Groovy as fuck is what I wrote. Oh, love it. (laughs) And what I love almost, no, what I love more, since you already, since I spoiled your recommendation, I'll spoil mine too. The repack of the compilation album was called Part Two Magic, Mm -hmm. and the single is called Magic, and it's also so good. We're jumping now. Now Super Junior's got us jumping. Yeah. Uh, I love this part where a group is fully in their suit phase of their career. Yes. Where they're just like, oh, we're adults, so we just they wear suits so like drama leads all the time. They look so grown. I wrote, God damn it, all I need is opening Donghae and I'm in. Yeah. He is rude as fuck in this music video and I love it. It's so good. So that's early, early. That's my recommendation mm-hmm. is magic. Woo, love yeah. it. Um, so that was like the last thing they did in 2015 before Eunhyuk and Donghae are off to the military within two days of each other because they're married, married I guess. <laughs> That's what the conspiracy says. Yeah. Um, oh, and I don't know if we mentioned it, but this magic marked their 10th anniversary. Okay, yeah. So, so that that's why, why the special it was a album. two-part special album. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so in November of 2015, something very interesting that Super Junior did, uh, they launched their own label as a subsidiary of SM called Label SJ. Um, so essentially the members of Super Junior are wholly responsible for hiring their own managers and producers mm-hmm. and like making their albums and doing they are yeah. in charge of their own careers now officially mm-hmm. as like a an extra unit of yeah. SM. It is a still affiliated and like up underneath the SM umbrella, but the super junior members are independently and wholly responsible for their own management. And this was created for them by Lee Suman as a 10th anniversary present. That's so nice. Yeah. Uh, so right after that, Siwon is off to the military. He was a cop. 
So mm-hmm. was Donghae. Yeah. Love that. So was Chungmin. November I, I, 2015. Yes. Sorry, I was like dreaming about military cop uniforms. Sorry. Oh, I anyway. 100% took a seg- took a little tangent in this research to Google Donghae military cop. <laughs> and I was not disappointed. <laughs> not disappointed. Um, so... Things are, like, quiet on the major super junior front for a while. In May 2016, Kangen got another DUI. Mm. Um, and I think after that, he stopped showing his face. I think that was, like, yeah, that was a weird final straw. And I th- I, I'll I never get over that people, there are people who are still madder at Sungwin for getting married than they are at for Kangen being so irresponsible yeah, and wild. putting people's lives in danger. Anyway, <laughs> uh, in October 2016, Ryo Wook went to the military. In December, Shin Dong and Sungmin got back. Mm-hmm. Um, in May of 2017, Kyuhyun is off to the military. In July 2017, Eunhyuk and Donghae are back. In August, Siwon is back. So now we've got a good chunk of Super Junior back. So mm-hmm. in October 2017... They put out a single called One More Chance. This was released as a pre a pre-release track before their uh, eighth album, which for which they had a countdown clock um, that started with the release ah. of this music video. This is a very like dramatic, no dancing like music video. Mm-hmm. All the members are separate and they're just like opening doors endlessly. Yeah, and just like walking and singing sadly. Um, I read, I hope that I'm not wrong. I read that Donghae wrote this song while he was in the military. Oh, and it was Perhaps. like a song about like being apart from people or whatever. So mm. I think it was like his um his return his triumphant return to the I group. love a sensitive man. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, as so that was the like pre-release. And when the mm-hmm. countdown clock ran out, it was November 6th, 2017. Mm-hmm. And here's our fine our first example. <laughs> the album is called Play, but yes. the single was called Black Suit. This is another one of those like great high budget fun mm-hmm. super junior music videos that they seem to just get to do now, which is great. Um, the plot is kind of like an Ocean's Eleven-y thing where Super Junior is trying to steal a black this fancy black suit yeah. from an auction. But the first like leading up to the first chorus of the music video, it's backwards. It's like you see yeah. the end and it's happening backwards. It's a wild music video that's totally worth a watch because something actually happens in it. Yeah, it's, it has a plot. It's very fun. Silver-haired Donghae is gorgeous, as all my boos are in their silver hair. Uh-huh. I, what a type I, I continue to have. Uh-huh. Um, I love this song. I feel like it's very jazzy in, yes. a, in a TVXQ sort mm-hmm, of way mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I really love. Um, and yeah, I don't know if we said this earlier, but this was a seven-member comeback because Rikyuk and uh, Kyuhyun are still in the army. Yes, so it's just a little mm-hmm. one. Um, and I thought it was weird. No, never mind. That was later. Siwon is in this comeback because mm-hmm. he's back from the military. But one of the like Wikipedia's I read said that the next song was the return of Siwon, and I was like, I'm looking mm. at him right here. Yeah, no, he. <laughs> 
E and D and Shindong were all they're back all back for this one. Um, this one, this song, Black Suit, it went very, it did very well. Um, this album had the highest first week sales um, for them at the time, over two hundred thousand sales in the first week. It went to number one on iTunes in 23 different countries and was number three on the Billboard World Charts. Lovely. In December 2017, then, they started Super Junior Super Show 7. Seven, God. Yeah, so seven concert tours at this point. That's so many. Uh, But almost none of them with everyone there. I know. It's it's just like a glimpse. All of this just feels like a glimpse of this like six member EXO tour that continues to keep Uh, happening. Like, I I guess this is what you do when you have a big old group. I guess this is what happens. Yeah. Reading through this kept bringing EXO to mind for me. And I was just like, EXO is just, they're going to super junior us. And I'm so fucking pissed about it. I know. I know. It's fine. Because now I can come back for super junior and like, I can be a fan of super junior with all of them here right right this is easy yeah but now i have to live through this garbage with exo and fuck you exo you're always making me so bitter i know but this isn't about you this isn't about about super junior and so on april 12th 2018 they repacked play and it's called replay Mm -hmm. and the single of this one here's this is a moment too uh Mm -hmm. the single is called lo siento and features uh leslie grace Because they like to hurt you. Um, So Leslie Grace is... uh, Crap, why can't I remember where she's from? I actually believe that she's from the States. I think she's from New York, but she's Puerto Rican. That's what Um, it is. But she is a Latina artist. Oh, she's from the Dominican Oh, excuse me, thank you. As soon as I said Puerto Rican, I was like, I think it's Dominican. Um, She's from the Dominican, but grew up in New York, so she is bilingual. She speaks English and Spanish, but she's a Latina artist, so she doesn't... Her career is not based in the States. Right. And is she the one... I can cut this out if it wasn't, but is she the one that you, like, looked up and, like, fell down a hole after this totally. came out? After okay. this came out, I was like, oh, who is it? I really liked the song, um, and then I really loved her in it because she's stunningly gorgeous. Um, and so I looked up her music, and she does, like, a really excellent version of uh, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Mm. And she has a great voice, excellent, excellent Latin pop. So completely unrelated. Well, not unrelated, actually. A side recommendation, Leslie Grace has... Great, great discography. There you go. So Lo Siento was in Korean, Spanish, and English, like Mm -hmm. in the song. Um, So it actually was the first K-pop song to land on Billboard's Latin chart. Yes, it debuted at number 13, and then eventually it went to number two on the world digital song sales. So it did very well. Yeah, and this was, I feel like, the first full leaning for Super Junior into, like, how popular they are in Latin America. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, that seems to be something that they felt, like, drawn to um, and, like, just kept, like, it it continues on for a moment. Um, And I also read, I'm sure that all the hidden cards know this, but there is a remix of this available on the album that has card on it. Oh, interesting. Interesting, right? Um, so that was Lo Siento. In July, Rio came back from the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and in October, they put out an album called One More Time. And the single is called One More Time, Otra Vez, featuring Reek. 
Reich? I don't know. Wreck? Mm. A Latino artist. <laughs> Uh, the song slaps. Um, <laughs> the I do, I'm sorry that I don't know how to say their name, but R E I K is a Mexican band that's like three mm. dudes. Um, so they're featured on this. Um, and I wrote the style of the music video. This seems to be where the sexy dirtbag gangster vibes reached their peak. Like that's what I. The only thing I wrote about this music video is long-haired, greasy Donghe, my darling. <laughs> But he's not the only one. Like, they're all looking pretty greasy yeah, in this one. they line. really are. Uh, but it's fun. Yeah, and this, this, is, this is their first EP. One More Time was just an EP. It wasn't a full album, but it is their first Latin pop album. And the whole album is in both Korean and Spanish. Um, and so, yeah, they were, like we said, leaning into their popularity uh, in Latin America, which, they, it, which still holds today. And they had some very funny interviews on Mexican TV last year that were hilarious. So another wreck. Look those up. Siwon really, really. Church boys it up. Yeah, I was going to say, the church boy comes out strong in him. Um, so that was 2018, unless there was another super show. Nope, that's nope, all I got. That's it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in May of this year, Hyun came back from the military and Super Junior yeah. was whole again. He is the last of the militaries. Um, but I guess I, I feel like I spoke too soon in saying they were whole again because in <laughs> July is when Kangin officially like removed mm-hmm. himself from Super Junior. But interestingly enough, I wonder if it's by choice or just by details of contract he's still under contract with sm and label sj he just is no longer a part of super junior yeah but he hasn't done anything with super junior in a very in a very long time but i think i i feel like just observing that the stuff with kung in and the stuff with sung min just like it just causes like turmoil in a group Mm -hmm. when you keep members in limbo like that so i think you know it's probably best to just be like i'm not in this anymore and then everyone can move on with their lives agreed um so to move on with their lives (laughs) super junior is coming back tomorrow yes with a new album called time slip and we have a little oh I was just going to say, it's their ninth studio album. And it's not out yet, but we do have this little tease from Superclap. And oh my God, it's going to be such a banger. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Superclap. I love it. I'm so excited for that. So, like, that catches us up to the fullest present. Like, that is Super Junior. But they also released already, they did another pre-release, and they have the full music video for I Think I, um, which has already come out. It came out, like, I think a week ago or so. So before Time Slip, since Time Slip, from where we are right now in the past has not yet come out. Mm-hmm. But they have released the full music video for I Think I. Um, and they released a music video teaser for Super Clap. They also put out a dance practice teaser for Super Clap, which has like fun animation. And no lyrics, over it, but like and fun. no lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they've put out a couple of fun things so far and it's all been great. I really like the song I Think I. I have to be honest, I was a little disappointed. The music, the music video, video is weird. It it's honestly 
basically boring. looks like it's a very odd thing where it's like, say they're looking at Q Hyun in the corner and then they pan a little bit and then someone walks and then they mm-hmm. follow that person to another person. But like nothing really happens, but no, the camera angles happens. are super odd and they seem fake. And I was like, did they make this music video to be in VR and then like it didn't work and they had to scrap it? Like there's something about the camera angles that are super odd that it seems like they were trying to do something special or they filmed it weird. Like maybe they weren't actually all together. I don't know. Something about it is odd and they don't dance and they just walk they all just walk and don't look at anyone and all the cameras are crotch angle crotch level and they're just like walking but I don't know I don't know what it is in a a subway station like walking past each other and every once in a while staring dramatically into the camera but the chorus is I think I want to dance with you right and uh, they don't dance at all yeah. So, so I was very happy when they then released the teasers like for Super Clap because the song I think I is very catchy, but the music video is boring. Oh, and I have one last piece of like news to like end this on, I guess, until before we watch uh, Mr. Simple to mm-hmm. close it out. Uh, they did start Super Show eight yeah. this week, mm-hmm. and I saw very cute on all of the boys that I follow's Instagrams. All of seventeen left sent them flower arrangements, one for each member. With with like one single word on all of them and it's spelled out like we love you Hyungs like happy super show wow. so all 13 all 13 17s love the Sent super juniors sweet sweet messages I love that I wonder how they became friends I have a lot of questions about that maybe um, one of them was like like Boo met Heechel on a variety show and was like how do you deal with having 12 living with 12 other people oh maybe because like, they were 13 yeah, at right. once maybe like, they they have bonded over being absurdly enormous groups yeah um, I've noticed on the Instagrams that I follow that like of course Yuno and Changmin went I laughed because they went to the concert on different nights um, <laughs> they said someone of them one of them said <laughs> today that really they friends. did that <laughs> yes but one of them today said that they went on separate nights to make it seem like they care more like spread it out yeah. or whatever I don't <laughs> to know come what more they often. so they went on separate nights NCT has gone um, and I don't remember who else I just recently saw maybe it was just another crop of NCTs well, I know that if if our if our enlisted shinies were out, they would go. But one hundred percent, they would. Um, yeah, so we're very much looking forward to this new comeback. I had a really great time, like going through all of this Super Junior stuff because, yeah, I th- I just I knew them as just guys that were v- around the perimeter, mm-hmm. and but I knew more songs than I thought, and I liked way more songs than I thought I would. Ditto. I like bought a bunch of these like B sides that I loved. I'm down. So mm-hmm. yeah, they have a lot of really groovy stuff. So uh, yeah, that was Super Junior. I hope we all like know a little more about them now. I certainly do. I know that was like a lot of time to go through. Ooh, so much information, and of course, like we said at the beginning, we know that we have glossed over certain aspects of their careers. So. Yeah, they've had a lot of fun variety, sh- like variety and reality mm-hmm. stuff, and like they're all very successful in their own little pockets of things, and like yeah. they've, they're just a staple of the industry and a face on on Hollywood Rushmore or whatever. Absolutely. Um, so, to close it out, instead of doing a random game, we'll watch their most popular music video, which to this day is still Mr. Simple. Uh, at 169 million views after eight years. So uh, let's give it a watch. Here we go. Oh, I love that this one has like an intro. Yes, I got really excited when this started because I was like, ooh, we're getting jazzy. Like, how exciting. And then it totally switched and I was like, oh. 
This is one of many fine. music videos where Heechul is wearing sunglasses the whole time. Mm -hmm. This is another box video. But it's kind of a round box. True, true. It's got it like weird a... wobblies. Oh, it's... this is happening backwards. Yeah. I see. It had they it sort of looks like they're inside um the genie's bottle from my dream of genie. Yeah. It's like all rounded. And that's the like overdose, the overdose boxes. Siwana mm -hmm. <laughs> has like really long like Elvis hair in this. Like it's yeah. very tall. He doesn't usually have tall hair because that's too exciting and he's a boring boy. <laughs> it's true. He does usually have boring hair. I think a lot of these, the outfits that they're wearing in their close-ups, one-shots, remind me of Shiny Dream Girl. Yeah, that's I, like everyone was sharing a mm. big SM closet and it's yeah. obvious. He still has a baby ponytail and sunglasses, and he looks like he doesn't give a fuck. But in that scene where he has the ponytail, he the half the part that's down is like insanely curled and yeah. flipped. And I just wrote, "Why do they keep doing this to Heechul?" Like, oh right. Yeah, Sung has a rope around his neck. <laughs> so does Dong Hae. It's just smaller. All right. Oh, look, there's a lot of ropes around their necks. Classic example of uh, SJ Funky. Yes. This song and Sorry Sorry are songs that I had on my iPod back when I first got into K-pop, but they were stolen, so they didn't mm. make it to the next phone because they were illegally downloaded. <laughs> I think there's a lot in okay, this Okay, that one is Sungmin and he kind of looks like G-Dragon, kind of. Absolutely, in that way that he also kind of looks like Shuman. Because yes! in that shot, I was just like, wow, that was a Shuman lookalike for sure. But this choreo borrows a lot from Sorry Sorry for yeah. sure. And there's that part where they do the little like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, with the like X over their hands that makes me think of a girl's generation I can't put my finger on. Yeah, in the in the big box shot, they all have ex most of them have very tall hair, mm -hmm. and in their close-ups, they don't have such tall hair. Yeah, they're styled very, very differently from the box to the close-ups. And Yuck has like a weird mill of shiny everybody yeah. hat that they used later for shiny everybody. <laughs> the SM closet at work. <laughs> That hair is horrible. <laughs> oh, break it down. Dance. This is like a crazy unhook dance solo, which happens on occasion mm -hmm. in Super Junior songs. Because he can do some like B-boy stuff. Get it. Get it. Tung, tung, tung. Ooh, oh, Shindong has a cut. very bad bowl cut, but he has like a hat in the other shot, or it's, it's tall, tall in other in shots. Other shot. It's not a good look as a bowl. So many popped collars in this music video. And other people are wearing nice pants on Kyuyun has drop crutch pants on and they aren't cute. <laughs> That's a nice jacket. 
That's my bias, Yesa. He's my bias. I like how he wears eyeliner so good in so many of their videos. He has a good face. He has a good face. He kind of looks like Ming Hao. Mm -hmm. Similar noses. <laughs> Yeah, it's really goofy. I was just thinking the same thing. Gonna miss a simper blow your mind. God, I, this, I feel like you could layer this or mix it with like 10 other SM songs from around this time. Yeah, I'm sure plenty of people have. Like, mm -hmm. it, it was definitely a, a moment that could be. It was a moment, and yeah. it all it all goes together so well. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. That's Super Junior. Phew. Um, I'm sure tired. Um, and I guess as a reminder, this is when we would usually do recommendations, but as a reminder, our recommendations, mine was magic, mm -hmm. and yours was... Mine is This Is Love. There you go. So check those out and any of the other. I, I'm telling you, y'all should really watch these first couple of music videos and these last couple of music videos. Like, you'll enjoy the laughs at the original hair and you'll enjoy the visuals of the new stuff. Yeah. Good visuals nowadays. Yeah. Good visuals. I love grownups. This is what <laughs> happens. This is, like, I think I texted you something about that. Like, if like if this is how hot Super Junior is at, like, 34 or 35 years old, like, I can't even imagine. Like, seeing where they came from, the glow mm -hmm. up. Like, I can't imagine what, like, Shiny and Exo, like, out of military will. What? Yes. I remember you and I specifically talked about this after TVXQ came out of the army and then Donghae and Yunhyuk came out of the army. And we were like, who? Wow. These like boys we never cared about before are suddenly men and they're, and they're sexy hot. and hot. And like, what are we going to do when the boys we already love pre-military come out? We're going to die. We're going <sighs> to be dead. We're going to die. So shout out to all the elves that are currently dying. We are here with you. We support you and we hope that you thoroughly enjoy this final at last full official Super Junior comeback. Minus... Poor Sungmin. But still. He doesn't count But he anymore. doesn't count anymore. <laughs> what a coward. I'll say that on. I think he's a coward. I think he should have just come back anyway. Yeah. <sighs> oh, well. Anyway. Hashtag let idols bang. Yes. Thank you for working that in. This it always should be in there. All right. If you would like to uh, get a hold of us or follow us on any social media, we are at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails. Uh, ask me about pay Ask Me About K-Pop, the podcast on YouTube. And we also have our Ask Me About K-Pop community on Amino. Uh, you can start a chat room about anything you like. There's a girl group chat that's going right now that's pretty cute. You could talk about other episodes you're listening to or any K-Pop you want with other listeners. So uh, join that and check it out. And we'll be back next week with something fun. Until then, goodbye. Tongyan, your inspiration. 